Welcome back to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name is Sean, and this is indeed episode 199. The next time you hear me after this recording, of course, will be episode 200. Um, Dolores Gibbs will be joining me as co-host, and Noob Noob and Z will begrudgingly be joining me on a skit. <laughs> uh, so I'm so stoked for that. Also, I will be doing an AMA, which will be um, Ask Me Anything, obviously, um, I will have that form out um, later this week. But let's get to this episode. Corey Parnell, the lead singer of the band The Brethren, is joining me for an exclusive interview. So stoked for this. Um, is a group of four people. So his brother, Casey, is on the guitar. Then Lonnie Chapin is on the bass. And Chad Chapin is the drummer. And this group, I'm telling you people, if you have not heard of this band, The Brethren, you need to go on Spotify, Apple, whatever device you have, and listen to their songs. These people are incredible musicians. So stoked that Corey joined me. Um, talks about, you know, how the group started, his influences, tells a, you know, funny story, all that. And it's awesome. Every single bit of this interview was a treat. So uh, buckle in, buckle up, and enjoy my interview with Corey Parnell of The Brethren. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining me now, he is the lead singer of the country band The Brethren, Corey Parnell. What's going on? Hey, what's up? How's it going? It's going well. Bend, Oregon, I hear, huh? Yes, that's where we are. Isn't that At the Beavers probably. or something, or Beavers, or is it the other yeah, school? Yeah. Is it that's the o- Oregon State? Is the is the Beavers? We're all Duck fans in the oh, that's, so that's I the just crossed. University. So I just crossed the line then. Oh my bad. Yeah, and this 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 interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, click. This guy didn't even get the right city. <laughs> no, I my I actually have a cousin that was a quarterback for the Oregon State Beavers back in the day. So. I kind of, they, they call people like me a platypus. It's a, it's a combination of a beaver and a duck. Oh, well, I, my bad for getting it, for getting it wrong. Um, no. no, my, my, uh, my uncle was from Seattle. So oh. I, I'm, I'm familiar with uh, the Pacific out there, you know? Yeah. We love <laughs> it out uh, here, man. Rain and Starbucks. That's all. That's all. I, <laughs> rain, Starbucks and football. That's yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. And then when we can't go outside, we make music. So that's what that's what happened to me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's dive into it. There's uh, four of you. Right. And is it a pair of brothers? Is that correct? That's right. A set of uh, two sets of brothers from the same town. We our our paths took us, you know, in different directions for a while. But we reconverged and uh, we were like, man, we got to make music together. We didn't know if it would be great, but it was. Yeah. So, yeah. So country roots, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's something else that we kind of fell into. So one, so one of the guys, uh, the drummer, Chad, mm. uh, has lived in Nashville for the last uh, 20 years. Yeah. And so we met up there to to write music, but we didn't really intend. We all love country music. We're, we're 
you know, in the Pacific Northwest, you don't think of like country music, but where we're from uh, in the high desert, like the mm-hmm. boondocks, like there, there's country folk out here. So we've been listening to it all of our lives, loving it all of our lives. But then when we went to Nashville, it made sense. It mm-hmm. just is what it's what happened when we started writing together. And so that's the genre we find ourselves kind of like most comfortable in, you know? Yeah, that's the thing about uh, society and like pop culture is people like are irrelevant. Like they don't understand that all 50 states, all 50 have middle of bumfuck nowhere cities. That's right. Like, people just think of like the high populace, like and they make that like the state. And that's not that's not true. <laughs> exactly. For every, like- for every Chicago, there's like Pekin. No offense to Pekin, but, you know. <laughs> yeah and there's there's rural people out there listening to country and rock and roll and um yeah every state every you're right every state's got the freaking boonies and that just so happens to be where we're from it's not that much anymore now like people discovered our hometown which is in oregon bend oregon yeah, yeah. like you said yeah. but um yeah anyway so how did uh Besides, obviously, I'm sure there was a you guys hung out in the same social circles. Was that just the start of it? Kind of like, hey, you're, you're good at music. I'm good at music. I can drum. How, how did it all start? Yeah, I mean, it kind of we knew about each other like in yeah. high school and stuff. So, uh, Chad and Lonnie, the other set of brothers, it's me and Casey uh, mm-hmm. and then Chad and Lonnie. They're like a couple of classes ahead of us. And they were these cool, cool kids that that played rock and roll. But then they moved, they both moved to Nashville out of high school yeah, yeah. and immediately got like, because they're so talented, they immediately got gigs. Wow. That's hard and to do. That's impressive. It is hard to do. Um, especially now it was hard back then, but you know, the noise floor is just so high in those music cities. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get, it's hard to get heard. Um, but yeah. they immediately got touring gigs and, mm-hmm. and then one of the bands that they were touring with, came back through their hometown and they some some promoter asked our dumb punk rock band that we were in at the time mm-hmm. to open up for them right. and so that was the first time that show was the first time that i'd ever met chatter lonnie but after that for some reason we just kept in touch over the years for some and- reason beers were drank and it was like oh these guys are cool somebody was the yeah. dd and you know absolutely <laughs> We've, we have had ourselves some beer fueled uh, endeavors. Evenings, no question. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, evenings and days, you know, both. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you have to fuel your morning even. With the yeah, I've done that. <laughs> where it's like, where it's like, um, oh, what you know, let's let's drink for brunch, and then brunch turns into lunch, and it's like, oh yeah, we're supposed to go to the club tonight. Oh fuck it, let's go anyways. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no man, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, I have uh, I have a few questions uh, right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so, true or false? Your favorite show is Shit's Creek. Is that true or false? Uh, it's not. It's not true, but it's. Then not fire false. your PR person, because that's what yeah. I. That's what. <laughs> PLA fired. Media. PLA. Get someone new. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Absolutely no. I mean, I that show is. So funny. No, I love man. PLA Media, Mark. Don't don't can me either. Oh yeah, no, no, he's good. <laughs> he can take he can take it. He can take a um, joke. But yeah, Shit's Creek is is so so funny. That one just got the giggles going for me. Right now, my favorite show is uh <laughs> is um 
uh, what's it called? Severance on on Apple TV. Oh yeah, that's the whole thing, man. Is streaming and shit, you know? And yeah, all, they all have like their streaming. How is that? How is that made over to um, to music? Is it like these specials and stuff? And you go like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you see the future of music as far as like streaming? Is it just straight going to be Spotify, Apple until they eat each other? Or yeah, man, that's a good question. I got a lot of opinions on that. My I'm I'm part of the, uh, like I ride the line in that generation where I remember when pre-streaming like we were the mm. first users of Napster yeah. and then um, and then that whole debacle with Metallica and all the lawsuits and everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously streaming is the future. You can like kick against it all you want, but like artists need to embrace it. So on the one hand, uh, it sucks because you know, there's there, everybody can make music at, you know, it's completely flooded. Um, <laughs> even, even finding a band name anymore. You could, you could pick the weirdest band name you could think of and mm -hmm. it's already a band and they probably have like 2 million streams, you know? I mean, yeah, probably right. You stated it earlier, uh, but we have the drummer is Chad Chapin. Now yeah. he's gotta be a pretty, badass drummer to be with y'all and longevity right y'all been doing this for a bit talk about him and this his style how's his style like influence the group oh so much so chad uh has toured with a countless artists he was in i don't know if you remember ben folds and ben folds five but he he oh. played in ben folds band he's like a ben was a big 90s artist like around the same time as like third eye blind and sure, sure. And sorry i I don't recall. No, no, no. <laughs> it's all good. And so anyway, then he, he's, I mean, he's just a monster on the drums. Mm -hmm. And and he's also a session guy. So like the session guys in Nashville that play on all the records are right. like metronomes. They, they play their music perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so Chad is just always fully locked in, man. And to do that, but also play with style, that's the mm -hmm. key. And, and Chad, Chad does that, man. He's a brilliant yeah. musician. So the bassist is his brother. So we got the <laughs> bassist and the drummer. That's that's uh, and then the guitarist is your brother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, talk about um, how old your is your brother younger, older? Like what's he's older than me. Yeah. OK, so he was a big I assume he was a big influence on you musically and everything like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we came up together loving the same stuff. And it was mostly like, you know, we're Pacific Northwest, as was stated. Mm -hmm. So we listened to a lot of Nirvana. The whole grunge scene really impacted us. Um, oh, man, I could go on about the grunge scene, bro. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, we could we could go down that rabbit hole. I don't I don't talk about it much on the podcast. So that would be fun, man. Uh, I credit my ex-girlfriend, uh, Holly. Uh, she won't listen to this anyways. Uh you know what's funny? Quiet. Just a quick di diatribe. Like, it's just me, but like, the one ex girlfriend I talked to is the one that the breakup was the hardest. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Like, the hardest. Isn't that hilarious? Everyone yeah. else is just, oh, yeah, we broke up, but like, get the fuck out. But, anyways, <laughs> this this one, this one, she introduced me to like, um, like a Finnish band, him and like Bull yeah. for Our Valentine and like uh, My Chemical Romance. And, dude, I'm once like I. Home. 
once I got once I got that shit rolling, I'm like I started figuring out, you know, diving into the old bands, you know, and and uh, and then when I got and then in high school, I got to hard rock stuff. So what what bands? Give me an example. Like I saw something on they printed out said you like you two. Is that yeah. an example of a like a band that you were like into back then? Yeah, I mean, actually, the truth be told, I got into U2 later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I remember when they did the the um, Super Bowl right after 9-11 happened. Right. And that was the first time I was like, whoa, like I mm-hmm. obviously had heard of U2, biggest band in the world, blah, blah, blah. But that I hadn't cared like that was too corporate for me, like in high school. I list and we, now we'll throw it back. So I was I was into Pearl Jam. I was into uh, I was into Nirvana, of course. I was into this all these bands that influenced like Nirvana and Pearl Jam that nobody knew about. Like there's this band called Mud Honey. Um, oh, I have a I, mean, I have a band. I guarantee you haven't heard of. N- try me. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna win. Hum. Probably. But uh, no, the band is called Hum. Oh, the band is called Hum. <laughs> you probably like what's this guy talking about? Yeah, the band is called Hum. Hum. I got, kind of you. Cool I got you. I got you. I got you. I'll. You totally I'll, got. I'll me have there. to get. I'll have to like uh, get your uh, Instagram or something, and like, and like, I'll message you a song, like a video from the '90s, and you'll be like, you. I guarantee you'll message me back and be like, "Where the fuck was I?" <laughs> it's a really good song. It's called. It's called Stars. You should look it up right when you get off here. Oh, dude, I'll check it out. I mean, Stars I'll... by Hum. You're gonna figure out. You're gonna feel like. You're gonna thank me. Is it that is it that 90s grunge thing? Is it like is that Yeah, the vibe? well it's like it, yeah, it's like the guy the guy's voice is monotone and then his yeah. the motherfuckers around him. It's my podcast, I can cuss. Like the yeah. the motherfuckers around him are just going hard, bro. And he's yeah. just like it's that it's that that hard drumming mixed yeah. with the monotone voice and like sometimes that's like and, and like when you're like when you're smoking or you know drinking and like right. you're you're hearing that shit it's like oh my god yeah it just hits you right right in that spot Dude, <laughs> you right, know what? I'll, I'll check it out i'll check it out hum yeah um, they were they got lost they got lost with nirvana they're also uh they're illinois so they got right. lost they got lost in the shuffle in the 90s and that happened to a lot of bands yeah yeah for sure uh deftones gives hum credit Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's that kind of a vibe. You know the uh, what's the lead oh singer? yeah, Deftones, Def- Deftones and Hum are like, right? Like, yeah. Similar. So Def Deftones, what's the the lead singer's name? Um, I'm uh, not good with lead singers. Besides yourself, of course. But oh, I'm yeah, not. Right. No, I'm you have not... <laughs> no, I don't. What are you talking about? That's I did this right. memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, Chino something Chino. Anyway. He lives. He lives in Central Oregon, where we're from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you big into, into Deftones or? Um, that was a little like later for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of into Deftones, but no, it was more of that. Like basically, what favorite. you're saying is you've heard of them. <laughs> That's no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have. No, I know. I'm I'm just busting chops. Yeah, for sure, dude. I love it. <laughs> um, but my my favorite band. My all time, like still to this day, one of my favorite bands from that era of my life that I just I just almost broke the CD was Silverchair. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't heard it. I don't know. 
Oh yeah, check. Well, I'll, I'll check out home, and then you check out <laughs> Silver Chair's record, Frog Stomp, and um, just t- tell me that is that doesn't just bless your soul. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, follow each other on Instagram or something, you know? Yeah, sounds good. Go yeah. go into a music rabbit hole. I don't mind doing yeah. that. Um, we briefly mentioned, you know, jokingly wise, you know, drinking and stories. You got a story you can share about, like you guys up and down the road, or. Something that you can share about an experience? Man, so many stories. Well, I'll tell you a, a recent one. So Casey just had a birthday. The case that's Casey, my brother, the guitarist. Mm-hmm. And we went, we went to Mexico to celebrate his birthday. We went to Cabo San Lucas. And um we uh, you know, it was just it was just that type of time. We were just having drinks, having margaritas, just feeling the flow. And for his birthday, I mm. bought him an American Eagle Speedo. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, and it had so the so the beak of the eagle is like you know yeah on the it's yeah. like you know it's where on it ought jump. to be yeah yeah. And, <laughs> yeah right and so well, it was just a joke I was like he's not right right sure so busting we had a yeah. big we had a big dinner I gave him the speedo and then the next morning we're just you know the whole band's there. And we actually played at Cabo Wabo the mm. night before as well. And that was our, that was our debut show. Of course, we've been playing together forever, but that was actually our debut show as the brethren was at Cabo Wabo that mm. night that I gave him this speedo. Anyway, I never thought he'd wear it. And the next day we're all in the pool and we're like, where's Casey? Where's Casey? And he just comes walking down these stairs <laughs> into the pool Nothing uh, but that American flag, American Eagle Speedo. And that's it was hilarious. Just quite a yeah. Was yeah, he was, was he sober or, or? no? <laughs> no. No, not for that whole week, I don't think. <laughs> no. no. Um so where have you guys where have you guys played? Do you guys go in big venues, small venues, all of above? Yeah, I mean, so far, um, a little bit of both. Uh, you know we've done like when we we played in nashville we played um some of the bigger clubs there but then uh, my favorite time we ever played there was this this dive bar called the underdog over in east nashville and that can only fit like 60 people or something like that mm-hmm. small intimate show and then we've done some bigger opening you know slots for you know mm-hmm. big country artists and stuff like that so we yeah so the go off of what we were talking about um earlier as far as you know the scene uh even you guys i'm sure you know um you know getting i guess you know during this whole pandemic era i guess gigs have been kind of up and down or have you guys been fortunate and had lucky you know not lucky but you know what i mean like constant um bookings yeah no we have not had constant bookings um it's you know i was just talking to my my buddy last night who plays guitar for um, Jake Owen, who's a big country country artist, mm-hmm. and uh, all of their PR people and uh, the booking agents and stuff are saying this is the moment of the haves and the have-nots in the music industry. Because through COVID, nobody was playing, right? No gigs. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, every city in America that has an amphitheater is booked every single night of the summer with massive artists that are touring. And so, you know, we're not, we're not like a massive band right. yet, but 
um, there it's hard, right? Yeah, now. but don't don't sell yourself short. You guys are pretty solid. I saw the media, yeah. new media press thing. Yeah, you guys are pretty solid. You know. Yeah, for sure. I wanted I to mean, ask you. I, I got a question yeah. to, on the media press after this. I yeah. got a good question for you. Well, yeah, just to wrap that up, you know, it's like it's it's a weird environment for live concerts right now because it's so saturated. Everybody that was couldn't tour for two and a half years is touring hard right now. And so for like a, a you know, not an A-list number one, you know, 10 number one songs or whatever artists to make it right now and to get mm -hmm. to get gigs is kind of tough. Yeah. You said kind of tough. What's the hardest part is it about it? Is it just um, not being able to hear that feedback live from somebody or is it, you know what I mean? Or is it having too much time at home <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, the hardest part about, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's making a living, man. Like yeah, doing yeah, yeah. Love, you know, and not, not being able to do that. Obviously we love performing. We love playing music period. And I would do it for free. I always tell people that the music's free. It's, it's, I'm having to schlep all my gear around. That's what you pay me for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man. The thing about music now is that it's somewhat the lines are so blurred in every genre um and it's not like countries alone in in this debate like if you talk to hip-hop guys you know they'll be like oh hip-hop now is not like hip you know you can't tell me that it's the same like the 80s hip-hop is the real hip-hop and people mm -hmm. are doing that in country music too and i think as a music creator i'm more i'm more about blurring those lines you know i, I don't mm -hmm. i the genres and all the people that are being mad about old well, and new country or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> just listen to what well, you like. Like good music's good music. You know, I think auto tunes part for blending like, and like, cause I was in Virginia for a while when that, when, um, when dubstep was like huge and oh, yeah. EDM. And I feel like a lot of people are just taking things from the EDM scene and I mean, totally. if you listen to stuff, it don't matter what genre is. You'll hear some you'll hear some EDM stuff. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, shoot, I <laughs> I think about like Florida Georgia line. Mm -hmm. Th those guys are huge mm -hmm. and they they took, you know, there's so much auto tune on those vocals. They've got 808s, not real drums. Uh, most of the time, you know, and what they figured out is that this is what people like, yeah. you know, so and they weren't wrong. They just <laughs> mashed up like hip hop and country. And then they made this thing that, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's working. Yeah. Now, I want to read a quote that I I'm going to paraphrase. And this is all courtesy of your PR guy hooking me up. Um. <laughs> Songwriter Brian White said, are you familiar with what I'm going to say? I don't know. Okay. Do you know who Brian White is? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. He said that you guys are, I'm paraphrasing, unbelievable musicians, great singers, and you have songs that set the bar high. What is that, what is that kind of, what does that mean to you to hear something like that from your peers, essentially? Yeah, I mean, Brian White. I think has like something like 10 country number ones or something yeah, like something that. Like I mean, he's, he's like 
country music royalty. Um, so yeah, to have someone like him say something like that is just like the highest honor, you know? Yeah. So what's your take on these, um, these country, like, cause I, I feel like every genre has bands, but like, I feel like family is family, you know, like I see a lot of, I see a lot of bands that, you know, they come together and they disappear. I like the ones that I appreciate the ones that sit together for the long haul. Can you explain like how hard it's been just uh, an overall or had, you know what I mean? Like how's the journey overall been? Like what's your thoughts on all that so far? You got yeah. a long way to go, but overall, can you summarize the journey? Yeah. yeah. The journey's been, it's been challenging. I mean, I am one of those that does music for the long haul. Um, and I, you know, I'm in, we're in the brethren, but there's got two other bands as well. I mean, and one of them I'm going to sound check with here in a minute. I've been in that man for all the better part of a decade. And, um, and, I, you know, it'd be sweet to be able to just focus on like one thing, but as a working mm-hmm. musician, um, that's what I mean by it's been hard. It's like, I, we, we try different things. We, we experiment we go in different directions. Sometimes it doesn't work. We mm-hmm. veer back, um, but it's been a long journey of of um, of experimenting and trying to keep like integrity right. at the forefront of it. Like I look at myself in the mirror and go, "Yeah, I like you, man. I like this music. You're not a sellout, mm-hmm. you know." Mm-hmm. And it's so easy. Everybody's like kind of trying to get you to sell out here and there. Just with like, make this kind of music, do this. And if it doesn't feel right, I don't do it. And that's, I don't know if that's bit me in the ass, but uh, whatever. Like mm-hmm. here I am. <laughs> yeah, here you are. And you're, you guys are doing great. Um, big things. It's just the beginning. Yeah. It's just the beginning, right, Corey? I hope so, man. <laughs> um, last question I got for you. Uh do you have any advice for people just starting out in the business, either as groups or solo careers? Uh, uh, yeah. Become a doctor first. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, just, just to understand that like the whole thing is different now. Like look at it with honest eyes, because again, I remember when I remember when, like A&R representatives mm-hmm. were, were flying to cities to see new acts and like they'd have a cigar in their mouth and be like, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse, you know, right, literally yeah. that, that happened to us and it doesn't happen anymore. And so if you're going to do music, it better damn well be from the heart. It better be who you are and you better mm-hmm. be in it for the long haul. And that doesn't mean that you're going to make money right away and like all that stuff, like just be in it for the right reasons. And if it pans out great, but if you're in it for the right reasons and it doesn't pan out, you're good. Yeah. It's whatever makes yourself happy, you know? That's right. (laughs) Sounds cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Same thing with podcasting. Right. Same thing. For real. Yeah. It's been a grind, but I like doing it. So it's cool. You're good uh, attitude, man. I appreciate. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Uh, so, social media. What? What? Uh, where can people uh, find you? Yeah, everything for us is we are the brethren at we are the brethren Instagram, Facebook, and the website. 
So, All right, so that's yeah. B-R-E-T-H-R-E-N for those that, yes. uh, you know, didn't pass uh, high school. That, <laughs> those, those, those are the letters. Uh, yeah. You'd be surprised. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> and um, what do you got coming out? You got anything? You got anything in the works that you guys are going to release? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got a new single coming out end of the month. It's kind of a a little bit of a departure for us, but it's something we would do a live. It's kind of a more like rootsy uh, Americana sound, uh, and it's a song called "Wild Child" that has just been live. It's just been like a big hit so we decided to record it it'll come out it'll come out at the end of the month all right everybody should check out the brethren spotify apple wherever you get all your stuff instagram twitter tiktok do it snapchat yeah, <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> all right Corey, thank you so much dude yeah it was a pleasure talking to you you have a good night you too bye now all right bye all right, there you go. That was awesome. Once again, I would like to thank Corey from The Brethren for coming on the podcast today. And I would like to thank you for listening to episode 199 of Sensibly Cynical. Um, before I go, please just fo- give us a follow on Instagram at Sensibly Cynical Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly. Subscribe, rate, and review Sensibly Cynical. If you have not um, done that yet, please do so. All the subscriptions, they mean the world to me. Um, Hit us up on uh, TikTok, Sensibly Cynical. Yes, Elise Stein, I'm starting to ball out on TikTok, or in my own head I am at least. (laughs) Um, WordPress, we are on there. Uh, Just uh, give us a shout out. And um, I'm looking forward to recording episode 200 next couple weeks. Um, Until then, please stay safe and take care.